Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now listening to Rob and Rat's World of Wonder podcast. So sit back, relax, and prepare your ears as they take you on a journey of all things weird and wonderful. Hello, and welcome to the newest year of the, <laughs> the newest year. Welcome to a new year of the Rob Rat Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Rats, and happy New Year to all our listeners. It's it's New Year's Day. It's New Year's Day. Yeah, we were here for Christmas Day, and now it's New Year's Day. Yeah. I what you make of New Year's? Have you any resolutions? Uh, I suppose just try and be a better person. Yeah. <laughs> just generally, you should read just for the for the listeners and myself. Yeah, just to make just to, make more of an effort. Yeah, make more of an effort. <laughs> yeah. Tone down the kind of annoyingness a bit. Yeah, okay. Just slightly. Like. Just, yeah. By okay. 5%. 5%. And you'd be a perfect. day. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't have any resolutions, really, I don't think. Um, yeah. I think everybody kind of wants to get fitter, fitter and healthier and kind of just live a better lifestyle. And maybe, I suppose one thing I'd like to do maybe is distance myself from my phone a bit. Yeah. And do you know what? Funny enough, that is a little bit kind of what today is about. Today's episode, I think, I think it is something that's very important. And I think you speaking about your phone there, it yeah. lasts. Your phone kind of pulls you in, and it's mindfulness. Yeah, we're talking about it. It's kind of it's it's a lot. It's talked about way more now. Mindfulness. mindfulness. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. And it's really important. And that's why I think it is. Do you really practice important. a bit of mindfulness, do you? I'm not going to lie. I try to, and that well, I suppose that could be something that I will take as a New Year's resolution. Yeah. Something I'm going to try and do more in 2020 is try and make time. What I do with my mindfulness now, what I try and do is. When I when I have time to myself, say driving to work rather yeah. than listening to the car or listening, listening to the, to the car. car. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, listening to the radio or listening to our brilliant podcast. Yeah, I I try rather than listening to the radio, just take that time, the drive to work, whatever the ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, and just kind of be with my thoughts and be know, present in the be moment. Be present. Yeah, I think that's because we don't do that now. No, we don't. Not enough. But definitely the thing with the phone is like I know, like I'll go to sleep, but it's constant distraction. Yeah, but I put like my, I generally like because obviously if you're listening to this, you're a person who listens to podcasts, right? And I I tend to put my phone on at night time and listen to a podcast when yeah. I go to bed sometimes, right? Yeah, I so, never do that. Yeah, but sometimes I do it and like, it's, I listen to quite a bit of Joe Rogan and I end up yeah. finding myself like, I fall asleep listening to Joe Rogan and then I wake up and he's still talking and he's talking to someone else, you know what I mean? Oh, it's just like, it goes on to the next one, you know what I mean? Yeah, You're like, really oh, you couldn't get it to automatically turn on. You can do that as well, but I don't know, it's true. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but like the next thing Joe's talking, so you're, what the hell is going on? Has he been up all night? But he's probably in your <laughs> dreams and everything. But but also then I turn up, look at my phone, straight away, have I got any messages? Have I got any emails? Yeah. And straight away, so I'd love to probably for the new year, That's something they leave say. my phone like, away from the bed and leave, leave yeah. it away from me and just try and like reduce screen time. I go on it a lot less before I go to bed now. Yeah, like. yeah. But I think that is another thing that they say is, right? Yeah. When you get up in the morning and the first thing you do is grab your phone and check it, which is what I'd say 90% of people yeah, do, is, yeah. you're kind of nearly conditioning yourself to just react to things. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And they say it's just not good for you. It's just that reactiveness. But listen, we're going to delve head into mindfulness, head on into it after the world famous Rob Rat News. Here we go. Rob and Rat's Weird and Wonderful News. Hello and welcome to the news. Welcome to the first ever Rob Rat News of 2020. 2020, yeah. 2020. <laughs> right, I'll start one. Here we go. One. So an elderly Japanese man. Has, I love these. I love yeah, them. I know it's going to be going already. <laughs> has been arrested after complaining to a telecommunications company operator 24,000 times over the course of two years. 24,000 times. 24,000 times. A 71-year-old man, Akito Cha Akotoma, 
which is probably not how you say his name. Yeah, um, uh, repeatedly called telecom company KDDI, often demanding that he received. Uh, so he dem- he was he wanted an apology for contract violations, right? He was arrested anyway for this after calling the telecom company four hundred eleven times in one week. Okay, that's kind of harassing. Yeah, some of his complaints demanded that the company apologise for violating the contract because he reckons that he was they screwed him. Yeah, but uh, like there was the amount of times. So one, he reportedly called thirty three times in one day. Just like non-stop, just call and call and call. He must and, be very angry. Yeah. So the the company said that they didn't actually want to press charges against it, but it just became harassment. He was just non-stop calling and calling and calling and calling and calling. I don't actually know what his grievance was. Something with his contract, he wasn't yeah, happy. They, probably his data running out or something. That's what they probably couldn't either. Um, they couldn't block his number because he was a customer. Yeah, so. but he just kept calling and calling and calling. Yeah. Thirty-three times in one day. But obviously, he's an older man. Maybe he's got very little for doing. And stressed. Stressed. But he was stressing people out, and he was becoming quite a bit abusive on yeah. the phone. So the, he got arrested for it. I don't know what like. But it. like that amount of that is serious. Like, that's oh, hold on. Local police say that Okamoto was upset over the fact that his phone could not pick up radio broadcasts. So oh. maybe. Do you know what it was? He wanted to listen to our podcast. Probably. That's probably what issues. Yeah, he doesn't understand that he doesn't need uh, yeah, radio signals. Yeah. He just needs the internet. That's definitely it. Yeah, so Okamoto, if you are listening, hello. Yeah, hello, Okamoto. Look. Uh, yeah. so we're here now. <laughs> uh, Arigato. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is harassment. It's too much, really. Yeah, well, like, it's a lot. It's a lot of calls. Um, I was going to say one other thing right now it's probably a couple of weeks ago now but you probably have seen it did you see the art with the feckin' banana on the wall yeah, yeah I've heard about it did on. you see it it's like some guy ate it or something but what I, so someone said it's supposed to be called the comedian the artist or something. so people got like a bit of duct tape silver yeah. duct tape and a banana and just like taped it to a wall and, that was and said art. that's art which right? would eventually rot anyway well the, the banana has to be replaced every so often right with another banana oh so it's but not so, some guy went in like a performance artist and ripped the banana off the wall and ate it but there was a Miami couple because I, I just looked a bit more into this because I remember hearing about it but I looked into it a couple of Miami of course Florida right because there's a lot of Florida. people who are eccentric in Florida but they between the pair of them they paid $120,000 for the banana and the tape uh, to, to own it to own this so they get a, they get a certificate of authenticity uh, but they get the banana and the piece of tape and they said they plan to loan and later like they want to loan it to other museums to encourage people who wouldn't normally go to museums to come and see the exhibit so Billy like you can see duct tape and banana anywhere you any fruit there's been, a, there's been a lot of things online people are doing their own memes like people just sticking like you know Oreos to a wall and like oranges and just anything at all yeah, people I, just taping donuts that's not art no. I don't care that's not no. art no it's not art but like the people, Billy and Beatrice Cox Billy Cox said that uh, <laughs> said, Willie Cox is his name really isn't it Willie for Willie yeah, Willie Cox uh, Beatrice Cox said, so I know I really am <laughs> I'm going to grow up from a New Year's resolution. But they said in a statement that they spent more than $100,000 on the, the unicorn of the art world after seeing the public debate at Spartan. What? They've got too much money. If you've got, unless they sold, like, the worst if that's all the money they had in the world, okay, they sold the house. Give that to charity instead of buying duct tape and a banana. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, but that that, that yeah. maddens me. It's not art and it's a waste of money. And it's, yeah. It is. Yeah. But apparently the museum, the museum had to take the thing down from where they were presented because no one was looking at any of the other stuff. People were just coming to see them, looking at a banana. They're just like, God, this is actually art. What is this? Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? When people call and your man, so someone ate the banana anyway. Some other guy came in. Yeah, but no, because no, the, the banana gets replaced every so often anyway because it goes off. So he ate it. He just ate it just to say, oh, whatever, I'm eating art. But like, he's like, he got, he got a lot of stuff on social media. And now they have his poo from that banana. Yeah. Taped to a blue, blue tack to a ceiling fan. <laughs> oh, <gee. laughs> and they're afraid to turn <laughs> yeah. it on. That's art. Yeah. Oh, God. Have you any news there yourself? I do have a bit of art. Pole you have a bit of art. 
Total abuse. Totom. Have you seen this? Totom. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Go on. It's disgusting. Totom. Alright, so. Man born with toe on his thumb. No, surgeons oh. use a man's toe to replace his thumb after he accidentally sews it off. So a man who accidentally sewed off his thumb in an unfortunate woodwork accident, definitely wasn't an unfortunate, yeah, it's unfortunate accident, yeah. has received an unlikely replacement, his toe. Okay. So Aidan Atkins of Carson City, Michigan, was chopping wood when he cut off his thumb. Uh, the hospital and surgeon said they had just four hours to reattach his thumb, which his family claimed they couldn't find. So apparently they couldn't find. Doesn't know where it was. Yeah. I'd imagine maybe if it was in a shed and it was full of wood chippings and that it might it might have been hard to find. Yeah. But if I kind of if I cut off my thumb, I think it would be fair. You think you'd know where it was gone. Anyway, that's another point. So they could maybe like a dog had it right away. Could have. So they, they never found it. Did they? They couldn't find it. So they offered him either to live without the appendage or to replace it with his toe. And he chose to put his toe on there. So they cut his toe off? They or did someone donate? Yeah. I'll share a picture of that. And it's his own toe. It's, not it's his own toe. Yeah. It's not someone else's toe. But that would put a stop to you biting your fingernails if it was your toe. Yeah. yeah. But like... Yeah. I'm or, sorry, su- or sucking on like, your toe. Uh, is it wrong for me to say if I may, if I knew you had your right, right thumb replaced with your toe and you went to shake my hand, I might be a bit cringy about it. But would it be weirder if I just didn't have a thumb and I was just kind of like, you know... I prefer that, I think. Like a flipper. I prefer, though, to shake your thumbless hand than to have a toe. Well, it'd be difficult for me, then, to play PlayStation and stuff. Cause oh, yeah, because you'd be hitting the two buttons at once. Well, yeah, but if you, ha- if you had nothing, though, you wouldn't be able to hit them at all. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of... Do you know, um, it's all or nothing, really, there. But it's not nice to have a toe. No, but the, with the science, we were talking about it before, but they, they can grow stuff, like, on the back of mice. They were doing that. They, yeah, they were doing that with ears and possibly talking about growing penises on the back of them as well. But I don't know. The back of pigs? Uh, mice, I think. I don't know. All right, growing a penis. Well, ears, anyway. The South oh, Park, yeah, South Park did an episode about growing a penis. I don't know, is that real? Yeah, okay. But they definitely could grow, grow ears. But I presume they can grow Well, anyway, it's disgusting either. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I've another story. So, firefighters rescue a small boy from a claw machine in China. A claw, like the things that... Yeah, you know you win a teddy or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, firefighters <laughs> in China were called to a shopping mall to rescue a small boy who climbed into a claw machine and became trapped inside... A video recorded recorded at the mall in So So Hangshan City oh, uh, shows firefighters breaking open the lock of the claw machine to rescue the boy. Um, after the boy found it in the machine, um, firefighters said that the boy was not injured, but he was fairly upset. Obviously, being stuck in there. stuck inside. But he climbed in trying to get a teddy or whatever and got stuck. I, it's tempting enough, you know, to stick, that, stick that, your I, arm up. I in looked there, it like. up afterwards, and it's very common for kids. I'd, to climb I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. There should be some sort of like one way kind of. Would you be one for if you're walking through a shopping mall or whatever? Would you be one to if you see them all clones? No, because they don't have anything I want in them. You I know do. Why I do them. I used to do them in Galway. In um, I was in Galway recently, but in Galway in the shopping malls they have they will have your usual stuffed animal or teddy yeah. bear. But what they have is an envelope stuck onto them with a twenty euro note in it. Okay. So you can get a chance putting in a euro or two euro and winning twenty quid. I've been very lucky with them. I win in them a lot. Do you? But a lot of the time you see, because they probably put a teddy in there, the teddy is probably worth about nothing, right? Well three or four euro, yeah. maybe two euro. To win it. But like loads of people are just putting yours in and not winning it. So they're making and you know it, the thing goes down and it grabs the good it, idea though the twenty euro. It grabs the head and then you think you got it and it just like slips off because the teddy ja- they jam them down there. I'd say what they do is I They do they jam them in. But it's automated as well. I'd say say for every like you have to win sometimes. Maybe every thirteen goes one will it'll t- do you know when you pick it up and it kind of goes floppy the claw? Yeah. 
I'd say it just it's really stiff on a certain go. Do you reckon? Maybe. I'm I'd maybe. say I think it's just like that's just a theory. I have. It's, it's a conspiracy theory. theory. The We're doing next week's on claw machines. The claw machines. The claw. And have you ever had a drive through at McDonald's? Do you ever do that? Yeah. Yeah. And have they ever like got your order wrong or forgot to give you a kind of something? Do you ever get like? Not really. Like I was going through before, and uh, I ordered like a burger in a Burger King thing, and when I got the thing, I was I was on like a dual carriage so the oh, it's off the side. So you go, yeah, you come out, you're gone too far. Yeah, you can't go back anyway because I opened it, the burger wasn't in the burger thing, and it was just had a chips. Was it bu- was it a burger bun or just chips? Just nothing. Okay. Just oh, an empty man, box. Man. I was pretty annoyed because I, the reason I went there was the burger. It's the XL double bacon with cheese. It's a big, lovely burger, and I wasn't too bothered because Burger King chips. <laughs> Without, I'm not saying anything bad about them, but I don't like their chips as much as other places' <laughs> chips, right? So they're like great. Now you're on your own in the car. Yeah. Now I've just got chips. So yeah. But anyway, but anyway, my point of that being that in Memphis, in Tennessee, uh, an irate woman pointed a gun at fast food workers because they gave her ketchup instead of jelly, right? Jelly for I don't know why. Yeah, it must be. So a, her name is Asia Vester. She's 20, and she was arrested on, she a, on a Tuesday. I think she's African-American from the photos. Okay. And she was charged with aggravated assault and unlawful possession of a weapon. So according to Memphis police, Vester was in a drive through line at McDonald's last week when she received her food and realized her request for jelly was either forgotten or unheeded. She instead received ketchup. Words were exchanged between several of the employees, and Vester was accused of pulling out a gun and pointing at the employees. And there's surveillance video. I haven't seen it now, but that's led to the police getting a hold of her. Because she's under 21, it's illegal for her to possess a weapon, and she's scheduled for court. But oh, you want to be really annoyed, really, to very annoyed. pull a gun out. Yeah, I. That's but that's like that's very extreme to point a gun at someone over ketchup. Someone over over a misplaced order. There's obviously more going on for her. She's probably an angry person. That's probably like the, that's why today's episode would suit her. Just a, a bit of mindfulness. Bit of mindfulness. Should we get into the mindfulness? We'll get into the mindfulness. That right. was. We're finishing up the news. Rob and Rat's weird and wonderful news. So that was the news. That was the news. And this week we're talking about mindfulness. And I suppose it's a bit more not serious. Because it's new, it's new Year's Day. And you're going to start, you're going to start a yeah. new fresh year. So if you want to start with a new kind of yeah. fresh mindset, is that the... Yeah, kind of a fresh mindset. But I think it's a, a lot of us now are, are, are detached from our, our own thoughts and are just ourselves. Yeah. You spend less time with yourself because say, right, if you arrive to work and you're 10 minutes early or, you know, you're going somewhere or you're early and you're sitting in the car. You're not just going to sit there and kind of look out at the scene or you look out and kind of, you know, just kind of daydream for a while. You're, you get your phone out and you let all yeah. the things, yeah. you know, influence you. But like experts estimate that the mind thinks between 60,000 and 80,000 thoughts a day. That's an average of 25,000, 3,000 thoughts per hour, which is incredible. Experts estimate that some experts think that it's a smaller number, like 50,000 a day, which means that about 21,000 thoughts yeah, per hour. Anyway, it's 50,000 a day, 21 per hour. Hang on. 50,000 thoughts per day. That's what some estimate. Yeah. Others estimate it's as high as 60 to 80 yeah. thoughts a day. Depends on overthinking and, and stuff. Yeah. Around between 2,500 to 3,300 oh, an hour. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Probably, Jesus, yeah. Like, you don't wonder you're... But that's where we... Wrecked. That's where we look in... The, I like that whole analogy of the... Your mind being a blue sky. I think I mentioned this before when we spoke of mind. My specific mind or everyone's? No, everyone's. Yeah. Like if you think yeah. of your mind as right. it's just a blue sky, yep. and all of them thoughts are clouds that are in that sky, you don't can't, you can't concentrate on the sky behind it because it is so full of thoughts. Do you know what I mean? You can't see it. Okay. That's why they kind of address like mindfulness and meditation 
is slowing your thoughts down so that you can see the blue sky. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so you can't see the wood for the trees, so kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. 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 And 80% of thoughts are negative. 80%. That's like a fact. Yeah. And 90% of thoughts are repetitive. So, so you've got a lot of repetitive negative repetitive thoughts. thinking and negative thinking. A lot of... And shifting the way we think, it sounds easy, but it's not. Yeah. So they reckon that if you think something negative, say, and a lot of us, we, a lot of us have negative self-thought. Yeah. You'd be thinking like, you talk yourself out of things. Yeah. Like if, if me and you were going doing something like, I don't know, that we've never done before, you might thought you'd be like, God, I don't know, I do I know what people, or you're going into a situation that might be awkward, like a social situation. Yeah, or something new. Yeah, something new. Yeah. You're like, oh God, I don't know that many people there. If I go, I might be better. You talk yourself out of it rather than just going and experiencing yeah. it. And making the most of the situation. But they say that shifting, it's not to, that to, when something negative comes into your head, try and counteract it with a positive thought and that will retrain your brain if you keep doing that. So do you know what I mean? Some negative thoughts obviously are important and they help you get out of bad situations, but the unhealthy negative thoughts that we have, you can retrain your brain. So when you do think, oh God, I might like that, just think, that might be, you know, yeah. retrain it. I know exactly what you're talking about. For instance, like, right, I, um, I, jiu-jitsu is a sport that I like to do, right? Yeah. And I moved to Belfast a while ago and I wanted to continue doing jiu-jitsu, but I was used to doing it in a gym yeah, with a load of people that I knew before. Yeah. So you're going to a new one. And I was thinking, oh, well, I, was, I knew I was going to go that day. I contacted the gym and told yeah, them I'm going to yeah. be there but later on. it's awkward because you don't know anyone. But then before, after I was, getting, about an hour before I was going, I was kind of, you start having those dialogue, dialogue your head yeah, going yeah. will I go want to go what am I like oh, mm, uh, and then what so I think oh, maybe I won't maybe I'll do it another time and I just leave it for today I'll go again yeah. and like but in my head I'm going but you love doing it you're yeah. going to go so then I had to just remember how good I always feel and how much I yeah. enjoy doing it and then I went did yeah. it and you come out and it's just brilliant you just kind of sometimes yeah, exactly. you, you need to kind of and just you know what? like you, you probably you've met more friends through that place oh absolutely but I, there is there is it's just a thing when you're going to go and do something that for some reason and people do it all the time they talk about it but there's a dialogue in your head yeah where like a party it wants to not do it and another part does you know yeah. what I mean do things so it's you, like even say us doing this like a lot of people some people look at podcasts and they go what are you at going do you know what's yeah, you know, but, yeah. you know, and we decided when we were going to do this we had an idea we just said I, I think I said to you you brought the idea to me and I said sure look let's just do it yeah yeah just yeah pick a day and we'll meet up and we'll do it yeah we didn't think actually what do we what do we talk about or what yeah. do people do you know you just go ahead and like you said about just... You have to just go and do things. But also, it, I always think, like, a lot of people, right, aren't really, like, um, doing things that they love in work. Because of that. No, but in jobs in general, right? Yeah. There's a lot of people who are just doing a 9 to 5 and they hate it, right? But they yeah, have to yeah. do because they get money. Yeah. And they're not happy. And they look at things on Instagram and they see people who are happy and they're yeah. doing all these amazing lives. Yeah. Right? But doing something like even doing this at the podcast or like me saying the jiu-jitsu or just having a, an outlet. So say you can't do what you, what you want for your yeah. job if you have a hobby do it or have something small like say you always wanted to be like a feckin' golfer but you can't but you can still yeah. play golf or you can you yeah, know what exactly. I mean pick up a sport and do this so I think it's important to kind of take those parts of your life that you want it to be yeah. you can still do it in like a micro kind of area exactly, you know what I mean yeah. like this is a a hobby. Yeah, it's a hobby, yeah. what we're doing here, but, but it's, like, we enjoy you, doing it. Yeah, and do you rate, like, it has always been your dream to hang out with me yeah, as much as possible. Yeah, now I've like, forced, forced you to do it now. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but like, that is the other thing about like, kind of slowing down that thought that we have, the negative thought. It, the goal, that's the goal of meditation. Like Meditation is to go beyond the mind and experience our essential nature, which is described as peace, happiness, and bliss. But anyone who has tried to meditate knows that the mind itself is the biggest obstacle standing in the way between ourselves and our awareness. Yeah. Because when you do, if anyone has tried to meditate, there's great apps now like Calm and 
mind space people use. Yeah, a lot. I've heard that. I'd heard recommend that. Cam myself. I like. I prefer, I prefer the woman's voice on Cam. Okay. Because uh, there's ways you can use for someone starting out. Maybe you could use the um, guided meditation, but they literally do the whole. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Yeah. Concentrate on in the mouth. Or then other people just like to live. Like meditating doesn't even have to be. I, I spoke to someone. It doesn't have to be. Hum, no, yeah, exactly. Sitting like, in the lotus position and just kind later of. Later on, I'm actually, look, it's not an interview, but I just have a little clip, clip from Dave Potter. Dave is certified mindfulness based stress reduction instructor. And right. he's meditated like his whole adult life. He's okay. a good guy to talk to on it. He's just telling us how meditation has impacted his life. But he said even as well, meditation doesn't have to be the sit-guided, structured thing. You can just literally sit and do nothing. Yeah. Don't concentrate on your breath. Don't concentrate on your thoughts. Just, just, just take sit time out. And, be, and yeah. it actually feels really good to do that sometimes. Yeah. Just to sit and be present. Like what I started to do as I go to work, they even say little things in your day you can be more mindful doing. Like, and it, you can kind of ground yourself a bit more. And they say that the more you do these little things or the meditation... It just helps you become more grounded. And it does have good effects on your mind and your body. So even washing your hands. Yeah. I know after you go to the toilet, you don't wash your hands. But if you get in the habit of doing that, right? Washing your hands. I just wash, I just wash my thumb, my, thumb, my big toe thumb. That <laughs> no, but I'm saying, say when you're washing your hands, yeah. turn on the water. But literally... Turn on the water. You know that's, 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 that's the first going wrong. Turn on the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, but no one actually thinks... When you turn on the water, you wash your hands, you don't think about it. It's like this... You know, yeah, it's something you just do. Yeah. But if when you're washing your hands the next time, literally feel the cold water on your hands. Feel the soap in your fingers. It sounds kind of a rock. <laughs> it does, yeah. Watch the soapy bubbles running through your fingers. It just kind of... Kind yes. Of yeah. Nails, Be, so. uh, just rub it. No, rub, no. rub your big toe. No, but I'm saying, like, even just feeling the water. That yeah. in itself can be a little... Being aware of it. Being aware of it. can be a little... Being aware... But it's the thing is, like, even, like, we're sitting here now, but you're not aware, like, your feet are on the you're ground. You're not aware you're sitting here. No, but your feet are on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I you know. You know, your feet are on the ground, which are connected to the, to the earth, and you've got your bum on a chair, and you, you, don't, you don't think about where you are, in, like, your body in space. But I think... But I, I do think, like... We are like what Gandhi said. Oh, jeez. Gandhi, go. Gandhi, yeah. Gandhi, yeah. A man is both the product of his thoughts, what he thinks he becomes. And that is true. Like you said about thinking. You could have talked yourself out of going to that jujitsu thing yeah. and not done it yeah. and stayed at home. And I'd say plenty of people have had things they wanted to do, but they've talked themselves out of it. Whereas have, if they didn't listen to their negative self-taught, they would have gone and done it. And yet they could have trophies in their house and they'd be gone down a different path. Hundred percent, yeah. But yeah. now, look, be in January and uh, first January, yeah, here, right? Try they, and they, do people it are going to want to go out there and join gyms and stuff, but they're going to be like nervous and afraid to go yeah, and do it. And I they, look stupid. They will want to do it. There's a big thing that people think when they go to a gym that like everybody's looking at them, right? You know, I don't want to go. Everyone's looking at me. Yeah. I want to. Go, I want to lose a bit of weight first, and then yeah, I go, yeah, I go yeah. to the gym, which is yeah. that, right? But people, it's you know, there is a, like there's an internal monologue. Yeah. You know, it's self-talk. Yes. The way you talk yeah. to yourself. But you have to understand that everyone else in the gym, and I, like, I've been going to the gym for years. Don't you? Don't con- Are you? But you don't. Con- <laughs> but when I'm going, I don't ever look at anyone else or what they're doing. You're you just do. in. You just look at her on the treadmill. No, but, they are. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not really. Some, people are very concerned about it. And honestly, when you like everyone, hey. everyone's going there for like a reason. You know what yeah. I mean? I think so. If you're thinking about going doing it, it's a, it's a. And I think it's a perfect time I, to yeah, go do and it. And I think that obviously people who work in the gym usually are very friendly, yeah. very helpful, and very nice. And you know that you get your own trainer there that will kind of yeah. introduce you to and I suppose if there's anyone listening if you are a person who regularly goes to the gym and you see all this influx of people coming in in January if you see someone who's kind of overweight I think don't just smile and say hi to them be nice because these people are kind of trying you know yeah uh, trying to better themselves yeah yeah I think it's you know just uh, you know make it more of a friendly atmosphere I think because sometimes you go in there and it's a bit of a meathead uh, 
sort of weight kind of, you know, sort yeah. of... No, no, you're, you're right. You know, people are often afraid to go for the weight stuff and they just stick on treadmills and stuff like that. But just, uh, if you're thinking go, about, Just go for it. Stop thinking. For it, yeah. But that's what this whole thing is, an internal yeah. monologue yeah. and like just the way you speak to yourself and the way you kind of... A bit be of nice stuff. to yourself. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Be nicer to yourself. But right? I think being mindful in your everyday life is something that we don't do. A lot of things, things we... The, the, a few things we do now, like in the Western world, which is preventing us from being mindful. Stop watching the clock. In the Western world, many of us have grown dependent on the clock. We check it constantly, paying attention to how much time has passed since we've started something or how much time is left before we can move on to the next thing. Stop living your life based on how time elapses and start focusing on what's going on now. I'm a bit like that as well. If I'm not in a pub, I'll often find like, shall we go somewhere here or will we go even at work if you're at work you're not thinking do I just be present with the guys here you think oh should I break oh it's half yeah. 40 minutes to break stop watching the half because that is preventing you just from being here and now in the moment yeah isn't that what they say so they say like depression is living in the past anxiety is living in the future yeah. and happiness is living in the present I didn't hear that before that's good but it doesn't make sense because yeah. people who are depressed often think about stuff that's happened and anxiety yeah. think of people yeah. worry about what's going to happen but if, you, like, if you live now and think about just the now you don't have to worry about either exactly. side obviously, there's, yeah. obviously people have rules and duties and stuff and you can't always be thinking just now no, no. you have to consider it's not real logic. you have to think about what's going to happen next and what's happened before and stuff but if, if you can try and limit the amount of negative yeah, talks about it when you, when you need to think about the future think about it but if you don't don't I mean, there's only certain times you would need to. That, but that, like you said there as well, like, uh, as well, like, get yourself the, like, um, mindfulness um, apps. Yeah. Get calm, get mindfulness. Even go onto YouTube and look up a 10-minute meditation. Or if you've only time for five minutes a day, if you can squeeze five, ten minutes a day, put aside, go into a quiet room, put on headphones and just do it. T- it'll make a difference in your day-to-day life. Like you said there about don't live in the past. And, like... This will, taking this stuff on board, will be very helpful for, for people who are anxious or depressed yeah. or whatever. I think a lot more even younger kids now are anxious and I think it's too much screen time they're saying. Well, there's a, like we said, I was saying earlier on about Instagram and stuff, there's people presenting living yeah. a certain way that they're not living. It, exactly. Because people just put up the good stuff and don't really exactly. show... Exactly, you don't like, put up what is bad morning yeah you know and some you know you get some like, no there's influencers you know people who just yeah. influence they're, 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 they're fake they're just telling you this all hello my life yeah. is fantastic and you don't know and all that. yeah it's all it's all bullshit really. it's just yeah it it's what and it's obviously like, some of them are positive some of them are helping yeah. people to like promote fitness and wellness and stuff like that but then but some of it is unhealthy because yeah it's pushing this pushing they're pushing products and stuff. On yeah people. Yeah, and that you know, a lot of people you can't look like that because they're either on steroids or it's just their body type. You know, there's a lot yeah. of that stuff as well. Yeah. Do you know the story um, with the two wolves? Do you know that? No. The man with the two. The, the man with the two wolves. It's it's a, it's a thing they kind of tell people to kind of. Um, I suppose it's it's people who have. It's a of, fable, is it? Or it's kind of like so. For instance, there's a man. He had two wolves, right? And the people in the village used to come, and the, the two wolves used to come, and he would. The wolves used to fight, and the people used to come and put bets on. Okay each week and one week one wolf would win when the other one would win they didn't know which was going to win but the man used to bet and he used to always know which, which one, one which one would win he gained from the and the people some man asked him at the end he goes how did you know which one was going to win and he goes it's easy whichever one I feed is going to win because it's stronger and that kind of goes with like your thought process so if you if you feed the negative thoughts that's going to be the stronger one you're yeah. going to have a negative but if you actually feed the, the you both have two wolves inside you basically and if you feed the one that's positive and outgoing yeah. that's going to win that's going to be more and that's yeah. going to beat down the negative one that's very so, good so yeah. that the thought the yeah. thought is if you try and so think positively about yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror say good things about yourself think good things yeah. and just be self love really but yeah. it, it's, it's like we said about when a negative thought is 
kind of overpowering. Yeah. Retrain it and think of something positive that you can just f- counteract it with. Yeah, or even you know, draw on a po- past positive experience where you think, actually, that's not so bad because I did something yeah. like this before and it turned out good. You know, exactly. Normally, shit is all right and you do, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Once no. you kind of do things, most people don't regret going doing things once they do it. It's just the fear and of going to do it, I think. But that's exactly it. It's not, yeah, the, yeah it's the fear of doing it. Um, like we said there about don't live in the past, it's, it isn't uncommon for people to get hung up on things that have happened in the past, but doing so can have negative effect on your mindfulness. Nothing you can do can change what has already happened. When you feel yourself slipping into focusing on the past, intentionally drive yourself back to the present moment. Remember to adopt the lessons you gain without focusing on past events. Just, there's no point in focusing on the past. You can't change really. it. You, you can't. can't change it. No. Exactly. And like you said, avoid getting caught up in the future. There's nothing wrong with planning for your future, but when, it, when, when you allow your plans, fears, or concerns about the future to affect your daily life, it does become an issue. Practicing mindfulness means keeping your attention squared on the present moment. Plan for the future, but don't allow yourself to get caught up worrying on what might or might not happen. Thinking too much about the future won't allow you to fully appreciate what's happening right now. Allow yourself to do nothing, which is so important when it comes to mindfulness. Yeah. Being productive is important, but sometimes it can be just as important to allow yourself to do nothing. Spend time alone. Sit quietly and focus on nothing. Just experience the world around you exactly as it is. I think so much of our... I, there's a great saying, and I think it is so true, is that life is something that happens to you while you're busy making plans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you're just... You get kind of caught up in the whole, like, you know, it's busy. Like, our lives are busy now, and you're kind of busy doing this plan and this plan for the future, thinking about that. Like, you know, even with Christmas just gone by there, like, yeah. a lot of people have such a busy time. You don't, you don't, you, you don't appreciate it as much when you're caught up on the distraction. Yeah, of course, because you're always planning ahead. Like, even now, we're like, what are your New Year's resolutions? What's going on for the new year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What's, it's not like, what are you going to do on the 2nd of January? It's like, how good are you going to be this time next year? Yeah. Do you know, what's going to happen in the next, what are you going to do in the thing? And you're always kind of trying to plan really, really far ahead. And it's funny because there's no guarantee that you're going to be alive this time next year. No, but you know what I mean, this time next year. But yet we plan all yeah. this stuff in our head, but we don't plan, that is something we don't, we don't yeah. live now while we are alive. You are alive at the moment, but you're, you're constantly thinking about stuff. And to be honest, the future, most of the stuff that you worry about, you, it's out of your control. You can't control most exactly. of the things. There's only a few things you can. A lot of it depends on the variables of everybody else and just, and you can't control all those things. So sometimes it's just, you got to just go with the flow. What we do an awful lot as well and is we create false situations it's like when we like say about getting anxious going, but like you nearly say there's someone you haven't met in a while and you're going to meet them for a coffee or you're going to meet a group of friends but one of them you don't like that much and he kind of irritates you before you go to this whatever night out it might be meeting these people you kind of, you nearly visualize it an interaction you'll have with this person you of don't course, like yeah. and be negative and then yeah. say but you're kind of you're you're focusing on the past experiences with this person as opposed to the present experience that might be you're, you're creating a fake situation of course yeah, yeah. I mean, you're running through this scenario in your head that isn't real and it's based on your your thoughts of it like, yeah. yeah Dave no I mentioned Dave Potter Dave is a certified mindfulness based stress reduction instructor and actually it's look if anyone has a bit of spare time you know there's loads of these courses you can do online yeah but this you can pay a lot of money for these mindfulness MBSR okay. courses but yeah. this one is a, it's a free course that Dave has set up and it's going for a good while. It's uh, so if you just if you Google free mindfulness course, okay, yep. this will be it. And you'll see. What's the name? Dave Potter. D- 
Dave Potter. He's a certified mindfulness-based stress reduction instructor and received his training through the University of Massachusetts Medical School, where John Kabat-Zinn founded the Center for Mindfulness. He was a Buddhist monk, I think. Uh, he's a retired psychotherapist and specializes in, in anxiety, stress, and trauma. Trauma. There's a bit of trauma there. I'll just play this little clip from I had a good chat with Dave about mindfulness and uh, I just asked him how mindfulness has impacted him in his life and uh, just his response is Should we go come back after this? Is it very short? We're going to Dave Potter. Okay. In a way it's hard for me to answer because uh, I've been doing it pretty consistently for thirty years. What it does for me is it allows me a way to know what's really going on in myself. Uh, and to be a, a better observer of what's going on with me in, in, in my interactions with other people in the outside, in the outside world. And, and it, it also, there's a way in which it kind of subtly integrates things. You know, you have your mind thinking certain thoughts, which may seem disconnected from other things. You have the way you feel about things, your emotions. You have the way you feel physically, you know, how your body is, is, is reacting to the outside world and what's going on internally. And they're reacting socially to what's going on outside, and and meditation works in subtle ways to, to kind of uh, integrate those. Uh, so they're not uh, so you're not thinking one thing and feeling another thing and and sensing another and and communicating with somebody else in ways that are uh, are contradictory ways that are counteracting each other in a non-synergistic way. I heard one of uh, a meditation teacher I really admire, he says it's meditation is like metabolizing all the things that are going on within you, the mental, the emotional, the physical, the, um, and you're not really in control of that so much, but it's it's kind of for them to kind of, it's kind of like when you, you know, when you have that dream state where you're almost in dream state, but not quite, and things are kind of piecing together like puzzle pieces and, and kind of clicking together randomly. Um, in a meditation, it's, uh, it's random in the one sense, but not random in the sense of your intentionality about just letting those things be. So um, it's kind of a, I kind of got off the, the answer, but it was, it's, it's a, a way of, of uh, you say somebody has integrity if what they say and what they feel and how they act and how they are are all in line with each other. Uh, and for me, in terms of what it's done for me is it's, increase that sense of integrity. All right. So Sorry. that was uh, David Potter. Yeah, David. Look, I did, basically he was just telling us how, how he found the meditation impacted his life and the benefits of it. And, yeah, it's worth maybe checking out his uh, MBSR free mindfulness course. It's yeah. like an eight-week course. But look, if you're off and you have the time, it's free. And it's free, yeah. yeah people sure. pay, like, and it's, you know what I mean? Because you can pay big money for yeah. this type of thing. But this so, is the course think, that he taught at the university. Like, And he said, look, other people can benefit from this. Yeah. So he stuck it online. Like, The website does look slightly dated, but it's been up for quite a while. Look, so it's worth checking out. I think it's something we definitely could just introduce more in our everyday life. Just well, meditation has been known to relieve stress, help with depression and, and anxiety, and there are a number of exercises we can do to, to meditate, you know. Yeah. Get onto it. Just have a look at it. I suppose if it's free as well. Uh, I had a look at the thing, right? There's a guy, uh, it was a palliative, palliative nurse who works with people. With palliative care nurse. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and he wrote a book called The Five Regrets of the Dying. So it's just basically kind of people on their deathbeds and kind of what they wished they had done. They had done, or their regrets. So just like, so um, the number one was, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. 
So uh, this was the most common regret of all. When people realise that their life is almost over and look back clearly on it, it's easy to see how many dreams have gone unfulfilled, things they wanted to do, but then they felt that they didn't, they couldn't do because they were living their lives for someone else, if you know what yeah. I mean. So they were doing other things that they... So it's just basically, if you, you know, if you feel like you want to do something and if it's going to make you happy, go out and do it. As long as it's not hurting or injuring someone else, I think yeah, you exactly. kind of go for that. Uh, another one was that they wish they hadn't worked so hard. I don't think there's anybody who's ever said they wish they worked harder. You know what yeah. I mean? People like, uh, this came from most of the male patients. Because we spend a lot of our lives at work, don't we? It's huge yeah, amount. huge amount. And asleep. Yeah, so, yeah, you do. So And then when you're awake, so like a huge amount of men said that they missed their children's youth and their partner's companions because they were too busy getting too too busy working, yeah, trying yeah. to get out there and work. And Joe, that is one thing about kind of uh, missing out on the people around you, like you said there as well. And your kids, I just to interrupt briefly yeah, yeah, yeah. the point that uh, go for it. Yeah. I was actually, I think that a, a massive thing you said about putting your phone down a bit more this year. Yeah, but uh, is when you're a huge thing when your kids are talking. I bet like there are parents who are probably listening to this that can relate. Like kids do have a tendency to ask loads of questions and waffle on. Yeah, but like that's what they learn when they are talking to you. I saw something as well, and it is so true that if you're if you're a child is asking you a question or even telling you about their day, it might be something daft at school that Charlie or Jimmy did such a thing. Yeah, that if they are if you're on your phone, whatever you're doing, just put down your phone and make eye contact and listen to them because so many of us go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why you're looking at your phone? And your child knows you're not actually, you're, yeah. not, you're not fully... They're not feeling valued, I suppose. So, yeah. And what you're teaching them is that it's a, it's important <laughs> not to listen. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just only laughing because you're, you're looking at your phone there when you're talking to me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, so yeah. it's just difficult not to be on your phone the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. It's important. But another one then, so number three, the three uh, was the people had the courage to express their feelings more so they suppressed their feelings in order to keep peace with others as a result they settled for a mediocre existence and never became who they were truly capable of becoming many developed illnesses relating to bitterness and resentment they carried as a result so like yeah, you shouldn't hold on to things if something's bothering you I think you're better off just saying it to someone anyway yeah do you know just, there's no point like because you will that's, uh, if you hold on to things like that it does just kind it of gets bitter it, it gets yeah and it, as you said it kind of like you have this negative kind of uh, thoughts going on more negative thoughts in your head I suppose than you you need if you yeah. you, you know uh, another one is I wish I stayed in touch with my friends often they would not truly realize, realize the benefits of friends until they're dying weeks until they get older and you know what I mean they yeah. realize what's important well, you kind of, I think when you do get older you tend to drift away slightly because people get busy with whatever whether getting married or careers and things like that and when you're younger you all live together usually in the same town or whatnot many yeah. people go abroad I think so it takes more of an effort to keep in contact but I suppose to keep that effort, it is important. Yeah, I suppose and when you get older, then you're going to start seeing people die a lot around you. So, oh, God. You know what I mean? So you're seeing I people do, go, and that's yeah. when you kind of regret maybe not having uh, as much friendship as you had. And then yeah. the fifth one was that people said that they wish they'd let themselves be happier. So they it's a surprisingly common one, but people didn't realise towards the end of their life that like happiness was a choice. Yeah. As they said, they had stayed stuck in old patterns and habits and thoughts. Yeah. But actually... Once you get older, but once you get older, you give less of a fuck, really. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And you can just be happier. I'd say that is, I'd say it is probably amazing. I'd say that book is well worth reading. But yeah. what people do think, like when, so as well, it's all be, the, we're all at that point, really, where we're thinking, look, I've not long left now, and what have I really done? Yeah, the top, it's, it's called the, the top five, the top podcasts. five, the top five regrets of the dying: a life transformed by the dearly departing. So it's just it's uh, kind of interesting, I thought. Okay. But uh, speaking of like uh, people who kind of like holding stuff and like um, thinking about like things and you know like not like let, not letting go of resentfulness, there is a tribe. I think they're Peru, and on the first of January, which is like today, uh, every year they like 
anybody who has any difficulty with someone over the year, they scrap it out today. Like they have like a fist fight, and they to just sort out the difference. Yeah, they just they beat the shit out of each other today. But they uh, it, it it helps them to kind of like solve the problems, and then they all just get on with their day. Then they're fine. So any grievances you have with anyone throughout the year, you just have a bit of a fight. have a bit of a scrap On there. Boxing day. You no, know, no, not in Boxing Day. Oh, sorry, it was New Year's Day. Day. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so it's just kind of like it's a way of uh, fight it out. Get fight it out, yeah. Because like today is New Year's Day, right? So January is uh, named after Janus, and that's the god of two faces, one looking forward and one looking backward. Okay. So that's kind of... I never knew that. Janus. Yeah, Janus, January. Janus, oh, January, right. yeah. Cause, uh, so uh, just a bit, of new, a bit more New Year's. I like facts. So we've got some New Year's facts just to throw them Bears in. away. Yeah. So we used a Gregorian calendar, and this calendar was introduced in 18, or 1582. And since then, most of the Western world have celebrated New Year's on January 1st. Uh, so that's just the way we do it now. But the the song "Old Lang Syne," you know that song. People would have been singing it last night. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, but that's sung at midnight in most places in New Year's, and that's actually from a Scottish poet called Robert Burns from 1788. Yeah, the big ball that you would have seen drop last night in Times Square. Yeah, you know they do it every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we- Clark. it weighs a, th- a thousand pounds, and it's made from Waterford crystal, so it's a it's Irish oh, crystal. Yeah, they do yeah. it. It had um, over nine thousand LED lights lighted up. And about a billion people watch the ball drop worldwide. So one-sixth of the world watches that on telly. That's amazing. Yeah. And what I was going to say to you, do you, did you do that thing last night? Some people do this. It's kind of a tradition for people to let the You've new year in you spoke and let the old before. year out. Yeah, I don't, know, yeah, But that's yeah. something you do. It's where you open the back door and you let the year out and close yeah. it. And then you open the front door and let the new year in. Yeah. It's just kind of... I don't know where that came from, but... Uh, that's something. And you did That's that. something I do. You did it. Someone yeah. told me that before. You've mentioned that to me before. And I've done it every year since. Yeah. I don't know why you do but it. But you know, because... When you get into a habit... You know, you know sometimes, uh, like, if if uh, you, you accidentally... If the front door is open, and then you and you open the back door, you don't realise, like, a draft comes through and it slams all the other doors in the <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah. Does that happen, though? No, no, because I open the back door and let the, the, so the, the current year out, and then I close the door. Oh, and so that's the new one in. So they never, in. they never meet. They don't meet. No. They don't meet. Because so it'd like, be awkward. Be that whole awkward. Oh. It's like if you were cheating on the year. Yeah. Like, oh, get out of here. The other fella's coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna, Go, he's coming. Yeah, yeah. You get out the back and just... What's yeah. that? The, the New Year comes in. Hello, Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah. Who's that jumping over the back wall? Oh, don't mind that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like some sweets? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm giving them up for the New Year. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so in, obviously in Times Square, they drop that big thing. But the Times Square gets so busy that apparently some people wear adult diapers or adult nappies because they know they can't get, they can't to, get to a toilet so they're willing to know that they're going to be like you know in that's their own rank. Case. it is rank yeah, like, that must know. be like last resort look if I have to wee I'll just do it yeah hopefully it's just wee they're doing yeah I'd, be, I'd hate to be in that kind of crowd though yeah Ethi- go on no no Ethiopia go on. has 13 months uh, the current year is, two, is 2006 and they celebrate New Year's on September 11th I don't know it must be something to do with their religion or the way they do it but they've got 13 months I don't know what the extra month is but they don't uh, abide by the rest of the calendar Scambember Scam Scambember <laughs> that's uh, that's not that's the Nigerians who scam alright oh, the Ethiopians are good at right I wasn't made, I was just mentioning a random year oh okay in, in Korea and some other countries when you were born you were considered one year old so oh, you're not born zero, you're, and and then everyone age increases one year on New Year's. So you're so if you were born on December 29th on New Year's Day, you'd be considered to be two. Isn't that weird? So that's in Korea and in some other ages. So if someone, if I meet someone in Korea and they say they're 38, they might be only 24. No, they'd be 36. All oh, right. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Oh, they're only a year old. So you're born when you're born. So like a newborn baby. Oh, so there that person is one. who was born on New Year's Day would be two years older than their. But say say I was a baby born today. Yeah. It's just one for the rest of the year. But a baby born yesterday 
was one when it was born and now today it's two because everybody is... Oh, okay. So I don't know that many. So does every does year... Does that mean that everybody's birthday is... Well, come here. They hey, must have two birthdays. Well, come here. Does every year you... So on my birthday, I'm 33, we'll say, or 34. Yeah, we're just celebrating... And then on New Year's Day, I'm 35. So do you... I don't think you get older on your birthday. That's just celebrating the day of your birth. But you get older every New Year. Yeah. Every oh. year. Everyone oh, okay. Gets, so everyone, everyone kind of ages on the same day. All right. I think that's how that's in Korea, but uh, that's just uh, yeah. Okay. In 2010, this, these are just facts about something to do with New Year's, right? In 2010, a, a Black Widow suicide bomber planned a terrorist attack in central Moscow on New Year's Eve, but was killed when a spam message from her mobile phone operated the device. So like she get like spam because it was a remote control was going to set off the bomb, but she got like a message from like one of those like spams you know what I mean hey do you want to check out our new whatever <laughs> save our Nigerian astronauts <laughs> um, and uh, it, it detonated the bomb and it just killed her and no one else brilliant yeah so this is what I was saying about every year uh, so on December 25th a town in Peru celebrates Takanui so men women and children settle grudges with fist fights and then everyone goes drinking together ready to start the new year with a clean slate so they have their fights on what we would have as Christmas day and then they'll have a few drinks they get sorted and then they start the new year with a clean slate and everyone's sound so anything that you've done during the year that pissed you off you just go out there and go right we're going scrapping it out now and just do it Oh, that sounds... Did you know, right, so we've got the calendar and you're all saying, what day is Christmas going to be this year and all that kind of crack? There's only 14 uh, possible calendars. So every 14 years, it's just a repeat. So, like, the calendar for 2014 oh, right. would work in 2003 and 1997 and 1986 and 1975 and Oh, okay, I didn't know that. So if you have an old calendar from 19-whatever, you can just use Oh, you can Google what years it You can just, re- just reuse them again. Yeah, well, every 14 years. Yeah, but the thing is, if you've wrote, if you've wrote in, like, Monday... The third third of January or whatever, or whatever day of the week it is, like uh, get boy removed from right ass cheek. You know, you let that would be written in. Chances are, it'd probably grow back anyway every fourteen years. That boy, so exactly in the same, <laughs> same spot. spot, yeah. And apparently, North Korea doesn't use the Gregorian calendar like most of the world. Instead, it uses a different calendar system called Juke. So Sorry. it numbers a year, and the number is years. So it began on Kim Jong Sung's birthday. Jong Sung, yeah. It's your man, uh, so yeah, like, yeah. so every year, so that's whatever the crack is there, yeah. Oh, do you know the Chinese New Year? Yeah, that's gonna be on the 25th of January. Do you know what year it's gonna be this year? Uh, can I guess? Yeah, 2022. No, no, but you know, they have the year of the monkey and the year of the <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the year of the squirrel. No, I'll give you a clue, dragon. No, I'll give you a clue, yeah, it's you. Rat. Yeah. No, nice. so it's my year, yeah, year. the year of the rat. 2020 is the year of the 2020 rat. is the year of the rat. Nice one, yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> I just thought that was kind oh. of it. I thought you might like that. The Rob Rap podcast. Yeah, so uh, that's just a bit of kind of New Year's kind of facts and this crack on New Year's, really. Look, I've, en- I've enjoyed being here with you, Robert, on New Year's Day. We spent Christmas Day together on New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah, so if you're out there listening, right, and it's New Year's Day and you're thinking of resolutions and, you know, you're thinking about not doing things, you go for it because it's going to be good. If you think about giving up the cigarettes or giving up eating fast food or all that it's kind of like stuff. It's like Nike used to say, just, just do, do it. Just do it, yeah. Don't think... Do it. And I think one of the things they've said for giving up stuff is don't try and give up too many things at once because it's hard. So if you try, yeah. if you say to yourself, I'm going to give up, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going yeah. to give up smoking, I'm going to give up eating, I'm going to start going to pick all these one. sort of things. Pick, the pick, most pick one and then try and do that and then gain on it. Like, and just to add and to you it. know what? Like, say, they say that like the whole mindfulness thing and meditation, like, you know, people think, oh, I won't give it a squeeze into my day. But look, take 10 minutes and they say sometimes it might be best set your alarm that bit earlier and before you have your coffee, just sit down in the chair and just put on the relaxing music. Take that first 10 minutes. If you could do that every day, you'll notice a difference. And just It's kind of helping you ground yourself, yeah. train yourself. That's just something you could take away from today, is just being mindful. Put down the phone 
Unless you're listening to the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's difficult. Yeah, But if you are on your phone, get on to Rob Rod Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give us a <laughs> We're kind of like... <laughs> hypocrites. It's a double-edged sword. We're really. hypocrites. Hypocrites, yeah. But uh, yeah, so happy happy New Year. Happy New Year. And all the best for the New Year. And uh, We love each and every we've got a We've got a big year plan for the Rob Rat podcast. We're it's gonna, the Year of the Rat. Like. Yeah, the Year of the Rat and the Rob. So we'll be, uh, we've got some big guests coming up in the next 12 months and we've got some good shows coming at you. We've, so. had, a, we've had good guests in... The, the, the podcast started in 2019. We've been going... Kind of July, month. wasn't it? I think. I yeah, I don't yeah, know. So it started with big fun. And you know, we're going to... We might be taking a look at some old stories. We'll be taking a look at some new stories. We're going to try and get some good guests... Donald Trump has been mentioned, but we're not saying anything. But a big shout out, a big thanks to anyone who has been listening and sharing it, because we've been looking on our stats. You can see that we've got a lot of listeners kind of all over the world yeah. now. We're getting, we've got people in America, Canada, no, Australia. We're delighted to have yeah, and it's great, and we really appreciate it. Anybody who's got in touch or anybody who shared the podcast or liked it or anything, thanks very much. And, and uh, a very happy new year. Happy and new we'll year. See you next week. See you next week. You have been listening to the Rob Rat Podcast. Be sure to check out our social media for updates on the next episode. And if you liked what you heard, then let us know by hitting the subscribe button, sending us a message, and telling a friend, because that's how the podcast grows. Thanks for listening.